What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Don Bellinger Radio. I got the one and only, my grandmother, Miss Lucille, a.k.a. Nino Brown. Talk to the world. Good morning. God bless you. We have entered into a new era. And I'm wishing and hoping and thanking God for the fact that he has blessed me to be part of his house. And as part of his house, I have no fear. Amen. Where is your belief? And whose word would you believe? Because those that live in this house believe in the word of God. And I'm just the reporter that's seeking to bless you. Amen. Amen. I want to know um, how PCCO came about. PCCO is an organization in North Philadelphia that came about due to our low-income housing. We we were a neighborhood of 80% senior citizens that was owners. However, uh, the 20% that were renters were unable to live in better housing. And we came about through Mr. Street and several other congressmen in the city of Philadelphia. And we started a band and the neighborhood, um, the 3S Project, which at the present time, due to the, the uh, delinquency of money at the banks, to finish the project, we still have 180 houses that are, at the present time, underway to be either uh, brand new or refurbished for other low-income families. It came about due to the neighborhood, to the young men in the neighborhood that got tired of living amongst trash uh, bottles and just nothing else to do took their time out to gather together and clean nine blocks of trash alleys dilapidated houses in which to be restored into nice decent low income housing well, you know, I, I um, used to work at them joints, too, back about 11 years ago. We used yes. to do that 11 years ago yeah, with the housing and them doing security yes, and everything, creating jobs for the community. You mm-hmm. always did that. You always said, pick this food and then go to Silver Street, Sussex Street, Sturgeon mm-hmm. Street, and give the people the food. Right. You was already always committed to your community. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, shunned for that, being um, dedicated to their community. I got another question for you. How mm-hmm. you feel about the murder rate that's going on in Philadelphia? The present murder rate is is really something that is out of hand. Why? Because we as citizens have became so engrossed in What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your boy, Don Bellinger. And I got a special guest with me tonight. On a late night, it's about 4 or 9 a.m., I got my right-hand man, my little brother, Vin Rock. Vin Rock, 
What's up? What's Talk up? to the people. What's up? What's up, fellas? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be real respectful today. My brother warned me not to say nothing crazy, so. And it's early as shit anyway. Where we came from? Yeah, where we came from, Billy? We How came we from Colt, Colt Town, PA, somewhere. Colt Township, PA. Colt Township, PA. Early. Um, how we meet, Benny? Huh? Say so how we meet, Benny. Shit, we met what, 2000, about around like 2000. 2000. Yes. Right, 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 right. To be exact. Yeah, so tell them a little bit about yourself first, where you from. Shit, man. I'm from a rough country called Albania. It's a small country. You know what I mean? With everything in there. Rough life, rough everything. Right, 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 right. But you you over there so in, in America now. 2000, you know, came to America. Right. And it was a new, you know, a different life for me. Right, right. And I'm glad to say I met the friends that I'm with right now. On all these years strong, my brothers, my family. Right, um, right, 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 right. I mean, they really taught me a lot and, um, you know, taught me how to make money in the USA, United States, America, Philly. Right, right. I mean, brotherly so, love. Right. So me and you, we um, worked at this store called Yanni's on 13th. Yeah, me, you, and Cash. 13th and... Uh, Thir no, it's, it's 15, 31 Cherry Street. Yeah, yeah I remember. Cherry, Cherry Street. Cherry, Cherry Street. Street. Yeah, Yanni. Talk about some good times that we the had. The best times ever. Tell, tell the people, because they probably don't know it, you know? It was a corner store called Yanni's. Right behind the Adidas building. The best breakfast and lunch spot in town. Right, right, right. And you right. know, cooked by our boy. Of course, me, Kai, Don. Mm -hmm. You know, our boss, Yanni, a lot of people know and have respect for him. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Yanni. He's like, like our dad to us, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That man was young and wild. Young and wild, young and wild, young and wild. So, uh, you know, I, I have to say, if it weren't for Yanni, you know, teaching us the ropes. Yanni used to call me Gaddafi. Yeah, Gaddafi, yup. Yeah, you yeah, know what Gaddafi. I mean? And um, he told us the ropes and how we can make money off of uh, mainly anything, you know, if, yeah. we, if we stay professional. You know? I missed him. I'm, I definitely missed him. I definitely missed them years. In them days. That was the best years ever, man. Yes, they was. So, uh, tell me, uh, tell, tell people how we used to go to the clubs and all that, man. <laughs> Bro, we used to be out like, Four times out of the week. From two dollar Tuesday. Right, right, right. 
from fucking every Saturday. Right. Name the clubs, man. Come on, man. Tell the people. What was that? Right. Two dollar Tuesday was with Chrome, right? Mm-mm. No, no transit. Talk about transit. it. So what was what was near transit across the street? Cause she used to be Palmas. Palmas. Yeah. Spring Garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember the other um, name of that club on on transit side that they closed cause of the shootout. Yeah, that was yeah. So. Yeah, man, we should be in the building, man, like just deep. I'm talking about deep. He's like, I wish we had cameras back then. Right, right. Crazy had three floors, right? Yes. Like I said, that's the Jamaican joint at the bottom. Yep. Oh, at the basement. In the basement. And they had, yeah. Hip hop. Well, you know, the second floor was like the same music as the third floor. Right, right. But yeah, it was like, man. It's to a point like fucking security guard knew us like they used to, you know, slide money, look out for them. And we just right. walk right in there as soon as like we don't even have to stay online or nothing. Early. Early. Just get right in there. Shake their hand, you know what I mean, slip that money in there, and we in. We in like flood. Tell them. Tell them we used to get down. Man. Down magic wall right here. Uh, <laughs> when that step in the name of love come on, <laughs> that's why I say I wish we had cameras back there. It was like, it was like, man, we had so much fun. Like you could have literally made a movie just of us going out. True man, true. Man, um, that, that's, that was like pinnacle. Pinnacle was the pinnacle was three. I mean seventh and seventh and arch, right? The. No, I think that was eighth and arts. Eighth and arts. Eighth and arts. Yeah, yeah that's street for the that street from the feds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we started with evolution, so yeah, evolution. That was like a lot of shit. people don't even know that club. Yeah, Delaware. Delaware. Early. I know a little joint, but it used to be popping. Like, that shit Pop. crowded. Bam. Popping, popping. So, you know, well, I want to talk about the um, fire squad days, man. And I'll be, you know what I mean? Well, you me. know, like, when I came around, you guys already fire squad. So when I came, it was like, y'all yeah, was on y'all prime. You know what I mean? I missed some, but then, like, I didn't because I was always around. Right. And, of course, y'all probably don't see me in a lot of the video that's my man I lost. I was in the back, the cameraman. <laughs> I'm recording all of them, so, so like I say, I'm always around. Y'all need to know that. Remember that shit. Right, 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 right. I've been around too long now, man. Like, like my man Kai said, I was raised by gorillas. Yeah, gorillas in the jungle. I Kai came in here. Jungle, I was baby. young, but was six, seventeen. Concrete jungle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. You know, mm-hmm. always never got locked up, none of that shit. No, no, we didn't. We definitely yeah, man, still did. did what we had to do. Definitely did. Definitely did. We stopped it. Yeah, that's cool, man. We'll be talking about this right here, man. Keep oh, talking. Man. Right, my bad player. You know, I mean, oh, you know, man. Talk about the good times, man. Excuse me. Talk about the good times we had, man.
What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Don Bellinger Podcast, Race Different, True to the Core Radio. I got my uncle in the place to be, straight from D.C. Holla at him, uncle. Uncle Jeff. Uncle Jeff. That's right. Uncle Jeff. Chef extraordinaire. That's what I'm talking about, <laughs> man. That's what I'm talking about. What's going on out in D.C. Right these days, man? D.C. Way too much going on in D.C. Actually, nothing going on. Government shutdown in D.C., so right. not a whole lot going on in D.C. right, right now. Right, 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 Except right, the normal crime and punishment right. that so, happens down there. So, question. How many restaurants have you uh, managed or, you know, supervised? supervised? In my total career, probably 30. This is your cup right here? This is me right here. This is you right here. Yeah. About 30? About 30, yeah. What you love about the rest- restaurant business, man? Meeting cool, interesting people. And uh, letting them... Katie, this is... Meeting cool, interesting people and uh, making them happy. I know that's right. I know that's right, man. I know uh, I work in a couple of bi- a couple of restaurant businesses in my day. Right. And the one thing they always said was everything got to be about timing. Exactly. That How many people you got? Cheers to that. Early. How many people that you going to um, come in? Reservations, um, flipping tables, you know. Everything's about yes, time. Yes. Timing, 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 timing. Yes, yes, yes. Name a couple of restaurants that you, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, Lucky Strike in downtown D.C. So they're a big bowling lane, big upscale bowling lounge. Isn't what it used to be, but at the time when I was running it, it was there were celebrities in every night. Uh, Clyde's in uh, Chevy Chase. Okay. Um, Clyde's one of the number one restaurant groups in, in the entire United States. Okay. Um, RFD no longer there, but it, it had a great run, great run of I think 15 years in, in Chinatown against some of the big boys, you know, against some of the big chains like Fuddruckers and uh, Hooters and all those other okay. spots. Yeah. And okay. speaking of Hooters, I, I ran Hooters for a little while. Okay. And for about a year, I ran one. I, I'm all over the place with Hooters. I'm in Rockville, DC, Manassas. Fredericksburg, uh, Baltimore. So I was all over the place with that place. But, but yeah, those are just some of the tiny little, uh, a tiny little sample of what I've done over, over the years in my uh, career. Okay. 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 Yeah, man. You know, the restaurant business is, you know, sometimes it's up and sometimes it's down. I know when you first start opening the business for the first year, is that true that you don't make? money until you know at least three years if you can get past the third year statistically speaking i, I don't remember i don't know what the new statistics are but uh, if you can make it past three years you've done your you've done pretty well for yourself so you don't you, you typically don't make any money unless you go in with a lot of capital at, at the beginning you know if you have a lot of money then you know, open up a place right you don't got to worry about making money until you know but i mean yeah typically you don't start seeing any profit until after the third year so if you had um, if you was in a, if you was in a, in, in a um, setting with young entrepreneurs and they wanted to fulfill their dreams to open up a uh, restaurant, right. what advice would you give them? First advice, thing of a bit of advice I would give them is don't do it. One hundred percent, do not do it. Restaurant industry is cutthroat. It is the hardest, one of the hardest industries in the world to make a living. In. Absolutely one of the, the most difficult uh, to, to make a go, especially if you're in a big city where you got the competition is just you're up against change, you're up against you know uh, corporate America that's just throwing dollars and dollars and dollars at their their little stores, and all you got 
is whatever capital you have raised to start your little startup. Now, it was kind of it was kind of trendy for a while uh, for that for those little new startups, the mom and pop places. But that trend is that trend is up and down all the all the time too. So sometimes you see the trend, you know, it's pointing upwards for mom and pop places, but you know, they're not backed by a big corporation or a big restaurant group. So you'll see them succeed for about three, maybe four years, and you think they're just gonna make it, and then all of a sudden the rug gets pulled out underneath them again when the trend starts sloping downward again, and all, and all those big corporate places start amping up their their you know their money again, and next thing you know, those mom and pop places are closing down again. So you see it, you see it all the time. You look through DC. I spent 18 years in DC um, running restaurants, and everything, and I, right now I don't live in DC anymore. I live in Fredericksburg. I couldn't tell you. And I, I knew that city about like the back of my hand. I couldn't tell you 10 good restaurants in DC anymore because I don't know them anymore. They all changed. They're all owned by somebody else, changed names, done this and done that. But yeah, my advice to an entrepreneur, some startup guy who wants to, thinks he's going to make a big in the restaurant business, unless you have all kinds of capital to start up your business, right. don't even bother. <laughs> I can dig it, man. That's any kind of business, though. You know, if everything is cutthroat business. You got to stay strong. You got to have a team. Right. You know, you got you know, people that's willing to sacrifice their time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's the way it is, man. And I appreciate you sitting down. No, absolutely, man. Talking to me on my podcast. I'm and happy to be a guest. We definitely going to have many more. Oh, absolutely. You know? Every time I'm in town. Well, I knew that's you can right. You on me as a guest. I knew that's right. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, right? Not at all, my Ain't friend. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm Audi. Another cheers. Shout out to DK Entertainment. Shout out to Chevy Nell. Shout out to Love Jones. Shout out to everybody doing their thing independently. And um, shout out to every community worldwide. Prayers go out to every community worldwide. And I'm out. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's Don Bellinger with the Raise Different Podcast, a.k.a. True to the Core Podcast. I got the one and only Shemokin's own. Tell them your name. Emily. Emily. What's going on, Emily? Um, What type of um, occupation that you do right now? What was that? Occupation. What occupation are you? Occupation. Um, yeah. I guess you could say um, I'm a student. Student of what? Um, master's degree program in athletic training. Okay. Yeah. And what you do on your spare time when you're not doing it? My spare time, I work. I coach swimming and I drink wine. You drink wine? Yeah. Okay, okay. You got any projects that you're working on or any foundations or any, you know, business ventures that you're trying to do? Um, as of right now, no. I'm just trying to make a, a swim program, the bomb. Okay. How long have you been in Shemokin? Swim program where? I'm sorry. Shemokin. Shemokin? Where yeah. are you in Shemokin? Shemokin High School. Okay. Bad, yeah. Bad. How many students that you um teach? Well, I've been coaching now for six years. Right, I'm sorry, coaching. Yes, so right now on our team, there's probably about 50 kids. 50 kids. Okay. Yeah. You enjoy that? Love it. Let me, let me, let me, give you, let me, let me ask you a question, right? If you could be anything in the world, what you doing right now, what would you be doing? What I'm doing right now. I know that's right. 
You like you enjoy the kids. Love the kids. Right, right, right. Can I ask you another question? Yeah. Do you do you just sit back and watch them and be like, um, you want to know their troubles, like if they going through something, you know, because because a lot of kids out here they have like parents and things like that. I know you might be be there for them, you know, like a parent or a big sister or whatever. You ever think about that? Um, not really, because I don't consider them as like like a. Like a sibling of mine, right. I just I pretty much consider them as like I yell at them, I treat them in a manner of like I want respect as much as they want respect, as in like that kind of way. Right, but you ain't gotta be a sibling because you ain't got the same blood running through your veins. What no. I'm telling you, what right. I'm telling you is, is you doing this for, you know, records, records, uh, recognition, recognition, or nah. you doing it for the love? I do for the love. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. You say you yell on them. I yell at the kids that I work with too. I yeah. drag them. I choke them. And I don't choke. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't choke them, but I definitely grip their ass up. You understand what I'm saying? That's I because if I stern. don't do it, just because I don't do it, you know, if I don't do it, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. They'll never learn. You understand mm-hmm. that somebody care about them because some kids, that's all they know. That's all they know. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. No. If I don't do nothing with you. Or don't talk to you. Or do not discipline you. Or re- yeah. redirect you. They don't think they care. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So you know, so all the people out in the world, you know, you're doing a good job, and I'm proud of you. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think sometimes you just gotta chill. No, I don't chill. I know, but you gotta chill. I know, but I don't. You get what I'm saying? Because you know why? I you got a lot of knowledge. I want to give away. You know, there's ways to do that. I think yeah. you need to open up your own LLC and all that, and get a nonprofit organization going on. You understand what I'm saying? So you can get the funds that you need. You understand what I'm saying? At mm-hmm. the college, because they know nine, nine, nine out of ten, you don't get no job at the college. Oh, I don't. I don't coach swimming at the college. No, I'm just saying you yeah. work at the high school. Yeah, I coach kindergarten eighth grade though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then I coach. Ninth grade to twelfth grade. Exactly. I do double practices a day. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But listen. So I get a little variety. Oh yeah, you got you know you get the adolescents and you get the yeah. um, pre teens. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? But the younger kids are definitely more fun to work with. Right. Because they want more, like you said, they want more recognition. They want to be seen as what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah, they want to know they're so doing. You gotta humble job. them. You gotta humble yeah. them. Yeah. They look up to you. Like right. they look for you at front. For your advice, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you're a big sister. Pretty much to them, yeah. Yeah, so you can't say that you don't treat them like that. They look onto you like that. Yeah, I do treat them like little brothers and little sisters. It's like you just said you didn't. I mean, in a way, I guess, I don't... No. The way I treat my little sisters are not the same way I treat these siblings. you ain't supposed to. But you ain't supposed to. What I'm saying is, just because your bloodstream don't run in the same veins... Just a people person and love for your community. Cause that's your community. Yeah, it is my community. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. And I ain't going to get biblical or Bible, but you know what I'm trying to get at. That's yeah. your brothers and sisters. Yeah. So you got to do what? You got to teach them, right? Mm-hmm. You got to mold them. You got to show them, them some yep. stroke. Inspirate them. That's exactly. Inspiration. You never know they'll be the next swimming team, USA exactly. swimming team. Exactly. And what they gonna say after they win that motherfucking gold medal? I wanna thank who? What's your name? Emily Braddock. From where? From Pennsylvania. That's what I'm talking about. 
This ain't no game. I do this shit for fun. I do it because people told me I couldn't do it. But I have a job to do way beyond the paycheck. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what I'm saying. I got a job way behind the pay, way beyond the paycheck. And I got I got some stuff. I'm working on this documentary called Raise Day. I've been I've been editing and all that. Good. Yeah, I can pull it out right now and show you. It's not a game when it comes to the youth, we're coming to the young people. And you start kindergarten from on. Woo! Yeah. It's That's rough. dangerous. It's rough. That's they're, dangerous. They're awesome. They're awesome. Yeah, because they, you know why? Because all they know is love. Yeah, they know nothing but love. They ain't got no worries. Remember that? Remember when you ain't had no worries? I do. Exactly. They're singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer going down the pool. They're fun. They're funny. It's just life. Mm-hmm. Take it as it is. Yeah. Yeah. True indeed. Yeah. True to the core radio. Your boy Don Bellinger. I want to give shout outs to my little brother Chevy Nels. I want to give a shout outs to my R&B artist Love Jones. I want to give shout outs to everybody that's doing what they got to do in the community to make it a little better. Because when you increase the peace, the more wild it gets. I want to thank my man Jay. We doing some basketball things in Philadelphia, barbershop and basketball. You understand what I'm saying? And, um, that's February 20th. Yeah. Eight days away from my birthday. Two days away from kids' birthday. Ooh. We making moves. We making so many moves. It's a shame. Transportation is a bitch, but you know what? We gonna get there. You hear what I'm saying? So I thank you for this, Emily. Thank you. I thank you for this interview. And many more to come. God willing. Peace.